I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Hello, guys. Welcome to It Was All a Stream. We are here to talk about Real Housewives of Miami, season five, episode eight. It's been going by fast. Zach, how are you? It has been going by fast. Well, that's because we had the first four episode drop in yeah. one week. So yeah. it's fast, but not that fast, but not as slow as I would like it to be, where some housewife seasons really drag on. Mm-hmm. But that's how you know it's a good season. Exactly. I saw episode eight and I'm like, oh my God, we might only get four more episodes and then a reunion or something like that. Like, so I, I'm hoping it drags on a little bit more. Give us more than, you know, 12 episodes. How many episodes do you 16. think? 16. 16? 16. Okay, so we're halfway there. So we'll there. be here for a minute. Okay, good, good. Because I am loving the Miami girls. We have no news of the week. So I guess we could kind of just jump in. Yeah. Um, and we jumped right in with Adriana's music video. I forgot that this was a thing. Like when this episode started, I was like, oh, Adriana is having a music video. <laughs> you forgot that her music video was a thing or that her entire music career was a thing? That. Like, <laughs> it really, what is it? I. It's not very fire. No. And her whole premise is, I have to do this because I have no man to support me. And I feel like there's other ways she could come up with money. Let's be honest. She's not... I mean, listen, she's doing fine. And it's not because her music career has been popping. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, But typically, I'm not a fan of the music. I guess... Real Housewives have brought us good music. The drive back shoot in Potomac drive back was great. Brought a lot of you know juicy gossip. Expensive, yes. So maybe video shoots are a, a thing. This episode and this video shoot was pure chaos. Um, it didn't seem like a lot was accomplished. However, I was genuinely entertained. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> yes, I was. I found this to be so funny. The director, Jonathan, running around like a chicken with his head cut off, not understanding why these women didn't want to dance. <laughs> like, it was so fun. And he himself was a character of just annoyance, but also a comedy. I I thought he was so ironically funny and annoying, but like, 
not assertive enough, but trying to be assertive, like trying to assert himself. Listen, Charles. All of it. Okay. He's a gay, and the gays yes. know the housewives. <laughs> he was performing for the cameras because he was trying to have a moment because he wanted to create a gif or a meme that he can tweet out on his Twitter that probably has like 500 followers and he's trying to build them up, right? He was so happy to sign the release to film this music <laughs> video, and he was so happy to yell at these ladies. As I was telling Devin before we started taping... Producer Devin, I was, when you have talent and you're doing a shoot like this, you don't scream at them from the end of a boat. You you politely, like, nudge them over. Okay, let's put the cocktail down. Let's go do this. Okay, I'm going to need you to stand here. Okay, I'm going to move you over here. Okay, sorry, ladies, I don't mean to interrupt. Like, you know how to, how to finagle and rein talent in. He wanted to have his cute little moment, and listen, he did it, and maybe someone will slide into his DMs, and good for <laughs> him, and mission accomplished. He did not know how to run a production with with any sort of talent, and the expectation that these girls are going to just, like, bust a whole move and, like, have the whole choreography. The only one that was really dedicated was Kiki, and God bless her. But the, <laughs> the rest of them, like, we just needed some B-roll shots, like, laying out on the boat. Yes. You know, maybe a little shimmy with the cocktail, have Marisol maybe shaking up a, you know, a pitcher of something, something. Had they just shot the women talking and enjoying themselves, yeah. it would have been a great music video. Party on a boat. Exactly. Um, but they did instead try to do a, a whole two-step. And I, you know, to Adriana's credit, the choreography wasn't that difficult. It was like an arm movement here, arm movement here, a little hip thrust here. Like, it was really simple choreography. No, you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, I think it's simple, but I mean, you're also coordinating, like, what, five women that don't yes. know how to dance? Yes, correct. That don't really care to dance, that are drinking? Like, they're not taking this seriously. Yeah. And they're not being paid to take it seriously. So good for them. Good, Marisol, bring the bottle labels in. Keep interjecting with cocktails and grabbing the booties. I, I, I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was a lot of fun just to it was see. very comical. Yeah, it was comical. It was funny. Um, but, you know, Adriana also expresses before all the women get there that, you know, this was a lot for her. It's a lot of money for her to do. It was hard for her to get this yacht. And it's like a one and done shot. So as the sun starts to go down and as the director keeps saying, we're losing light, we're losing light, it seems like they they didn't get everything they needed to to successful to call the shoot successful. See, but when you're the director, you need to know when to pivot. And when you realize nobody's listening to you, then you're like, okay, I'm gonna. They don't want to leave that spot, so we're gonna shoot from a different angle, and we're just gonna have them give me a little shimmy in that general area. You work around it. You get the like. You just find other ways to make it happen because you know you have from this hour to this hour to shoot. And he was not giving. Who were you on that boat? Which of the women most like Marisol? Marisol. Let's get lit. I'm gonna fill up everybody's cocktails. Let's have a good time. I don't want to be in the music video. I don't want to dance. No. I was Larsa. Yeah. I was not even gonna participate. I'm not even like I'm here because I have to contractually be here. Um, I'm here so I don't get fined, as Marshawn Lynch once said. Um, and I just would just be cute watching, taking pictures of everybody, taking selfies of myself on the boat, like. I don't like to participate in those types of things. I just love that she was like Instagram, Instagramming, um, like filming a music video on a <laughs> bow. And I'm like, you're literally just standing right. I mean, love Larsa because she really stuck to her guns and she was like, I'm not doing this. Music. Like, if I'm going to do a music video, it's not going to be Adriana's music video. Yeah. I, uh, 
Precisely. Um, but then we also had Lisa show up, which was a nice surprise. She just popped in. Also a contractual obligation. Yeah, also <laughs> a contractual obligation. She just popped in. She, like, makes divorce look good. She, she really does. She looks fabulous. And um, I, I, I know she's going through a hard time, but she comes by just to say hi. She says, you know, Adriana always supports me, so I'm going to support her. Um, and then she kind of just dips out. But then the ladies kind of talk about an article that popped up in page six about Lenny denying that they're broken up. None of this is happening. <laughs> it's just so funny how he went from like denying that this was a real thing to like giving exclusive statements to page six every week now. Yes. Like yes. he like really has has made a strong pivot. Lisa does look incredible. It's the Chloe Kardashian effect. Break her heart and she'll come back looking so good. I'm just like, let's break Chloe's heart every summer. That way she keeps <laughs> giving us this vibe. And and Lisa too. I mean, all the Instagram photos she's been posting of her in her bikinis and her hot little outfits. She's ready for her next sugar daddy. She is. So amongst all the chaos, Larsa decides to pour a little bit more, you know, gasoline on the fire. Uh, she goes over to Julia and asks her or tells her that, you know, I received this phone call from a friend of mine that they saw you kissing a man at the Four Seasons. What's up with that? And Julia seemed caught off guard. She was like, oh, what, me? Me? Oh, I don't go there. Oh, what? Like, she kind of tried to pass it off. Um... But and downplay it, but then she kind of was like, Oh, yeah, it was just a peck. It was just a peck. What, yeah, what, the what? story kept changing and yes. evolving. Um, I mean, I think Larsa was really just like, Listen, if I get a salary and you get a salary, you're gonna work for your salary, yes. and we're gonna make a little mud in, in your in your lake. And Julie was just like, What? I'm not gonna kiss a man, I'll kiss a goat, but I'll never kiss a man. <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, we had a little peck, or oh, it was a little kiss, or oh, it was kind of a makeup, but it's okay because Martina's okay with it. I think Martina is okay with it. Like, if anything, we if we learned anything from Martina this episode, she's just like not interested in Julia. Well, I guess a little bit at the end, but she's like <laughs> really not interested in Julia. She cannot be bothered by Julia's farm and she does not care about these women. Like Martina is just like chronically over it. She has resting bitch face. And she, like, just owns it. And I'm actually becoming a stan of Martina more than Julia. I, I'm i here for Martina. I am not here for Julia. Um, Yeah, I... I, I How I, would you play that if somebody if came were, and you they were like, oh, I saw you kissing another man? I don't have a poker face. Or kissing a, or kissing a woman. Like, and, I would be like... And would Dustin be okay with that? If I kiss another girl... Ew. Um, going to be like, take your top off. Yeah, he might be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Which would then make me mad. Backfire. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have like a poker face. I can't lie to save my life. So if someone came to me and was like, we saw this happening. And if it were true, I would immediately like I have a dead give. I start grinning and everything like it wouldn't it would I, I would be caught like red-handed so were you buying her story that they were just giving the paparazzi a show no i mean to Lars's point like one paparazzi don't go to the four seasons and two like who is caring about julia like no one and, yeah. and, and maybe it was just you know instagram people or like the dumois like you know blind people of the world but like i was i was like no julia you were not you were giving people a show because people were probably cheering you on having yeah. a good time you're having a party like it wasn't it wasn't because people were trying to snap photos of you and you were just teasing them i mean but is it incriminating 
I mean, I guess it just depends on the parameters of their relationship. Martina seemed to brush it off in public, and who knows if after the cameras were down, she had an issue with it. But if Martina's like, yeah, kiss any guy you want, I know you're you're here for me, whatever. And she, what'd she say? I would be more upset if, if you kissed a woman than a man. So... Which is weird. I don't know. Did you bring it up when somebody... I was having a conversation with somebody about kissing a man, and they're like, oh, well, Julia's been with men because she had children, yeah. so there must she might be yeah. bi? If, if... And I... Yeah, I personally, if I were Martina, I would not have been happy with it. Um, like, you wouldn't be threatened if Dustin made out with the dude. <laughs> Zach, stop! Right? Like, you'd be like, there's nothing to worry about. He was probably drunk. He's not taking him home. No, He's I not going not, to the Dallas Roundup. I would not be threatened. I may have some questions, <laughs> but um, oh my god, I can't wait to tell him about this conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I think Martina and Julia have maybe somewhat of an agreement, and I mean, to, Julia seems a little bit of you know wild child, loosey goosey. Yeah. So Martina seems to know that, so yeah. they're okay with it. I would not be. Okay with it. Kissing of any kind that is not me <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, yeah, if anything, it made Julia more interesting. I don't know why we keep trying to give Julia airtime. I don't know. I know. Like, because last we had her fight with Alexia, and now we have this beef with Maris, or not with Marisol, with um, Larsa, that I'm like, all right. I'm Make ready to swap. Yeah, season. I want to swap Julia and Adriana from like the friend of role to the full time yeah. role. Um, because I, I mean, we gave Adriana like a full half of the episode or three quarters of the episode was on Adriana's video YouTube shoot. Video, yeah. So I would rather hear more about Adriana, what's going on in her life, than what's going on in Julia's life. Um, yeah, especially knowing that, like, Adriana has this guy that's, like, married and yeah. he's lying to her. Like, I would have liked to have to have explored that a little bit more, too. And her son, like, go, like, go yeah, on to her, her family life. I'm tired like of the that. goats. Yes. <laughs> tired of the goats. And then we move on to another fight, um, which was Gertie and Alexia finally hashing it out. Um, I wrote down, you know... It's hard to really understand what Gertie's upset about, but I think I get it. She just does a really poor job of articulating herself in these arguments. What do you think she's upset about? So I think her issue with Alexia is feeling as if Alexia only cares about her in a friendship role when she could take something for, yeah. or use her for something. Um, and then also that she's upset about the what she perceived as an insult of the charity event that she threw for her brother, feeling that it was more of an attack on her brother than it was on the charity, which I, I think yeah. is muddy. Um, I think she's more valid in her argument about the friendship thing yeah. and the using I and agree. whatnot. Um, so they get into it. How, how do you perceive it? Their issue? Yeah, and just everything around it. Listen, I think Alexia thinks that she's the GOAT of Real Housewives of Miami, mm -hmm. and she's, you know, the star. And and she kind of is, right? Because who else do we have left? Adriana and Marisol, who are friends of, like, or Larsa. But I think Alexia definitely takes the cake. Um, and I think she knows that she's, like, the main star on the show. And so she doesn't, and Ger uh, Gertie's the new girl, so she's not really giving her as much of the time of day. And I think... 
Gertie has too high of an expectation that, like, she doesn't have the same history that a lot of the other women have on the show, that, like, Alexia isn't going to have that same loyalty to her. And really, their only connection was Gertie was Alexia's wedding wedding planner. Mm -hmm. So you can't have a high expectation that there's supposed to be a deep friendship. I understand that now you guys are on a show together, you're in the second season. So, like, yeah, there is an expectation that we will have a deeper friendship and the friendship will develop, but it's not necessarily always going to, you know, deepen in that way. And I just don't think Alexia really wants to give her the time of day. And I think Alexia is so far in her head that she's kind of like, yeah, you bailed on my wedding and my mom died. And how can you not be there for me? Alexia is the type that would, you know, use Gertie in that way. Yeah, yeah. And I felt, I felt, I mean, what happened, the timing of everything with her mom passing is is horrible. horrible. But to understand that Gertie runs a full event planning service and can't work around when you reschedule your wedding. You have to kind of respect that. And and she kind of even threw it in Gertie's face that, and then you even showed up. Yeah. And it was like, well, yeah, I I finished my event. I worked really hard to be able to get out early to come and be here for you at your wedding. Like, I thought that was really kind of harsh and mean of Alexia to do. It was, because there was no way Gertie was going to be able to host two weddings on the same night, but she can host one and try to dip out early and make sure all the big fires are put out Mm -hmm. and her team can carry on, and then still attend Alexia's wedding to be a good friend. Yeah. And so I just, and typically like if your wedding goes, like if something happens, then like you work with your wedding planner to find a date that's going to work for both of you if you both choose Choose to continue working together. Exactly. Or you find someone new. Exactly, which is what Alexia ended up doing ultimately, but I mean, this fight had tears, it had yelling, and eventually it had, it. they hugged it out somehow. I personally was confused through most of it, but yeah. I did enjoy watching Kiki and Larsa, um, watching this, like, sitting and just, like, looking in Larsa's face, just, like, very, like, stoic. Um, and Kiki was, like, mouth open. She's like, I, I knew Alexia had this in her, but Gertie, I didn't know she had this in her. Her mouth agape watching them argue was so funny to me. Kiki's becoming one of my favorites on this show. Yeah. She just has the best expressions and great, you know, one-liners and confessionals. It was interesting, though, because, like, if you think about it, like, we got to this place of, like, we're fighting about the wedding, and then it's becoming, like, grief wars, and I'm crying about my mom, and I'm crying about my brother. I'm like, what does this have to do with either (laughs) of these things? It was just so bizarre to me that I couldn't even imagine watching this whole thing unfold. And then poor Adriana's music video. Like, the sun is just going down. It is. It's going down. And it was funny, too, to me, because Larsa or Kiki, they did not care to interject or try to mediate in any way. They were just watching for the show. Um, But as you mentioned, the sun's setting. Uh, They come out to do one more quick little posy Vogue thing. And then I guess the video's a wrap. Um, And with that, we get another conversation of Larsa continuing to peg with Julia about this kiss. And like, I am not mad at it. Give me some clarity. Was it a peck? Was it a makeout? Was there some tongue? Like, was there some groping? Give me the details. All she had to do from the beginning, Julia could have just been like, listen, I was having fun and I, you know, we made out because we were drunk and being silly. It didn't mean anything. You know, like she just, if she would have just come out with that instead of been like, what? No, I didn't kiss a boy. Oh no, it was just a peck. Oh no, we were doing it for the cameras. Like then it makes you look bad because now you're trying to cover up what the actual story was. Yeah. And then it makes it, it makes it seem more insidious than it actually is. And raises more questions, exactly. which is what Kiki and Larsa were trying to do. And then Adriana just 
jumps in. She's already frustrated with the women because of the lack of participation uh, that they had for the video. And she's just like, look, we're done with this conversation. Julia, you don't have to d- stop trying to answer their questions. You don't have to. And she she says she feels like the women were being hostile towards her, that it was changing the mood or whatever. And I thought no. it was just like a fun girl's kiki. Yeah, I think Alexia and Gertie were changing yeah, the mood. Is- they were crying and bringing up like dead relatives. I think that was affecting the mood a lot more than, you know, the stuff with um, Julia. But I mean, I, I think Adriana just had too high of an expectation for these women yeah. to come and like want to do more than just yeah. kind of hang out in a boat and drink. Yeah. And like you just have to set the expectation low. Know that like the majority of the shoot time should be you and you dancing with your hot dancers. And then we're just going to work in a lot of B-roll with these other women kind of just doing their fun, vibey thing. Yeah. I mean, Candace did it great. Even though it was low budget, she just had the women do a little two-step, dance to her music video or her music, and that was it. Yeah. They didn't need to learn an eight-step. They didn't need to be in sync with one another. And that's kind of just all Alexia needed to, or Adriana needs to Is do. Is the music video out? I don't know. But another thing that made me I want to, like, actually see the music video now. Like, I want to know what... <laughs> was that she was like, nowadays, to have a popular song, you have to have a great music video to go viral. And I'm like, no, no you Alexia, don't. you just need, like, it to go viral on TikTok. Music videos aren't even that popular dance. anymore. No, I can't Nobody remember the last music video. music video. I'm waiting for Beyonce to drop her visual album, but that's probably the next music video I'll watch. I haven't seen anything since then. But music videos just aren't what they used to be. Like, no. TRL, uh, like, when we would watch and wait to see the music videos and, like, the storytelling in the music videos and, like, all of that. What was it making the video, making the, um, when they would show, like, the behind the scenes of the music video on MTV? I'm gonna look that up. You don't remember that show? I don't think, I, I remember making the band. No. That was the Diddy one, right? No, it wasn't With making Danity the Kane. video. With Danity Kane? Yeah, it was making... Making the video? Yeah, 12 seasons on MTV. I think this is it. I don't know, but it was literally like, it would be, oh, they did a Bootylicious episode with Destiny's Child. It was the behind the scenes of like the three-day, four-day shoot of making the video. And it was so fun to watch. And at the end, they premiered the video. I'm not against them bringing that type of stuff back. Like, that was fun. That was we enjoyed so fun. that. I loved it. I loved TRL. Ugh. You know, it was live, and then we'd play the music videos. Like, all of that stuff was great. We need to take, we need to bring that back there. Always surprised by what the countdown was. And then, yeah, always <laughs> surprising. And then Adriana can, you know, have something to aspire to be. Yes. A music video to to premiere on, on TRL. Are you tired of the housewife singer trope? I feel like every franchise has a singer, whether they are legitimate. Like, I think Candace is a legitimate singer. Um, Erica, she, she's not a vocalist, we'll say, but she is an entertainer. Yeah, so. she's a, um, what is it, dance? Like, she does yeah, the dance, dance. pop. Like, yeah. so like, and she had some legitimacy prior to coming onto the show. Yeah. What do you think of these women that are just I feel I feel like they're trying to either make it a storyline for themselves like Countess did a really great job she kind of actually made that a thing she really leaned into it and 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 saw it through I just I don't know I am kind of tired of it like especially if the music video is like not good and yeah. the music isn't good like at least you know I mean we loved 
the earlier days where there was like the delusion of I'm going to be a star on display, oh, yeah. on display. Uh, yeah. Tardy the for the party. following me. Yeah. yeah, Tardy for the party. Like those made good storylines and those were interesting to watch. Now I feel like it's been so play. Like the shaman, you said last week, you're yeah. so over the shaman thing. That's what the music videos have become. It's like, we've seen it a million times. Like come up with something new. Tell me you want to be a TikTok star and give me that <laughs> full storyline. Like, okay, just, Ashley Darby. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little bit tired of, the, of it too. But this this whole music video shoot, it was fun. But it, it concludes with Kiki getting very upset with Adriana. Like that in a blink of an eye. You know shit's real when the Burger King burger comes out. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> and also I'm on this like detoxification cleanse. So when I saw that burger, I was also angry. <laughs> I, was like, I want that so bad. Real Housewives has become like the best commercial for fast food. So good. Like, Lisa Barlow <laughs> loving Taco Bell and now being Wendy's biggest ambassador. And now we see, you know, um, Kiki burger with the burger king. king. Yeah, like, it's great. A Burger King burger is so well, good. Popeye's chicken when Sutton was uh, serving Popeye's KFC on, yeah. in Jamaica for Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, they they really they need to brand partnership. We or are these brand partners? I don't know, but if they're not, Zach, we need to come up with a pitch deck for marketing and present right? it to Bravo. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Maybelline New York. Get ready to bring the heat with Maybelline's newest lip plumping gloss, Lifter Plump. Fair warning though, it's hot. Like, literally. It's formulated with chili peppers to bring a heated sensation and an instant plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Hot Honey, and more. Buy Lifter Plump now on Amazon and use the code 10PLUMP to get 10% off for a limited time. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. But yeah, so Kiki gets upset because Adriana says, what do you know? Or I don't, like kind of questions her something. And she gets really angry, storms out with her Burger King bag, taking a bite of it. Um, and all the women are kind of confused. And we later see in a um, flashback later in the episode that Kiki went on to threaten the director of the production, saying, if you include me in this video, I will sue you. I do not want to be involved. 
And to some extent, I understand her frustration because she was the only one to show up for that stupid choreography class. Um, to the other, it felt a little overblown. Um, what, what was your... Were you living for it? I mean, I was definitely living for it. I mean, legally and contractually, I was like, wait a minute, did she sign a release beforehand? <laughs> then she can't sue them. And if she didn't sign a release beforehand, then that's on their bad for not doing that. Um, I, It was very dramatic, though. And I... I only understood her frustration because she went to the choreography class beforehand. She gave the most, and I feel like there was maybe a little more that we didn't get to see, because um, I just felt like the issue was so surface that I didn't understand why we got so dramatic over it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? No, Kiki, you storm out, and you eat your Burger King, and you live your best life, and you threaten to sue them on the way out. Like, <laughs> or what? Or what? <laughs> Tell Adriana to back up with her fake music career and her fire song that's spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I was here for it. I didn't understand the theatrics, but I nonetheless enjoyed them. It was great. It was great. Um, So, in between this music video and Julia's housewarming, we get, like, a little scene with Gertie and her husband. Oh, yeah. Just kind of want to brush over it. Uh, but... Okay. Lots of confusion around that scene because he was putting on her spray, t- her fake yeah. tanner yeah. with latex gloves. And I'm somebody that fake tans very often. <laughs> and I'm like... And, and for me, because I don't fake tan whatsoever. You get <laughs> Really? I thought that was a tan. Um, and so they give you a... a you get a mitt. Uh-huh. And it's like a... Um, I don't know if it's like a suede. I don't know. It's like a weird material, but it's like a mitt. And so you use that. You have the foam and you rub that all, all over. Uh-huh. I do my own... All the time. Okay. I don't I don't need a man to rub my legs. First of all, you're like, like if you need somebody to help you, you only need help doing the back because that's <laughs> well, a little harder was, for you to do. She was multitasking. She was sending emails. You can very just like, <laughs> I, I get it done in five minutes. Okay. Cool thing. Okay. You know, and it was just a very bizarre scene. Like she was like, we're going to make him, you know, be on camera and have a moment so we can look like we have a cute marriage. I'm like, okay, then at least don't let him wear like the bad socks with the slides. Like pull him <laughs> together a little bit. Get, make it seem like he does this all the time because you don't do fake tanner with latex gloves. Like that's just the biggest no-no because it's going to give you a really uneven tan. Okay, writing this down. No latex gloves for my fake Tanner. Exactly. Okay. Take notes, people. Yes. Um, I thought it was, I didn't think it was a cute scene. I thought, I thought it was sweet that he was doing all of that for her and helping her. And she was saying thank you, but, but like, I would, she help her put give... together gift bags, flower arrangements, like something that's a little more believable. The spray tan thing was a bit <laughs> rough. I would rather see Meredith play with Seth's taint. I, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I was more so disappointed and like it showed the lack of possibly intimacy within their relationship of yeah. he was I don't want to say bitch boy but just which I thought it was nice a husband should be able to be there and support the wife yeah. take you know hold the house down when she has something to do and his job is flexible as a firefighter he has days off and whatnot but I was like can you not give him a kiss can you not say thank you, my love? Like a little intimacy in there. They've I th- also I been that. together for what over twenty years. Yeah, weren't they like high school sweethearts or something? Yeah, so I get that. Like maybe you know it's died down a bit, but I would just think seeing what Lisa's going through, you'd be like, okay, let's pick up the yes, heat. let's yes. really spice things up. <laughs> I don't need you going with some, you know, some chick at the club where she's licking her lips on camera. Like I need to give you a little extra attention. And listen, if you have ten minutes, then. 
I mean, I would choose the spray tan, but you can do a quick <laughs> sa- shower sex scene. You know, you can do, I mean, maybe not like sex on camera, but like you can make intimacy happen within the, the short time frame. Yeah. My priority would definitely be the spray tan. But I mean, I didn't need full intimacy, I can do that but just maybe like, a, oh, thank you, my love. That was so great. I really appreciate you so much. Like yeah. in a kiss. That's all, because I, I, I just felt like he did all of this. He's just kind of moping around her and stuff. I don't know. I thought it was a little, and, and I guess we've seen a preview for next week that they talk about their intimacy. So yeah. maybe it is a problem. I don't know. But to me, I was like, oh, you could. You have a hot fireman husband. Like, yeah, yeah give him a little love. Yeah. And she's gorgeous, she's too. She's gorgeous. They should be all on Got each a great other. body, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we get to Julia's housewarming, which we learned that Julia uninvited Kiki uh, because of her storming out and whatnot. Um, but it seemed like it was just the housewives there. Did, was anyone else at that party? It didn't seem like Larsa threw a whole yeah. like, club opening and at like, her we're, we're past the COVID parties where it's not just the cast. It could be other people. I just don't think she has a lot of friends. No? She has goats. The animals. Yeah. And then she had the damn goat walking around with a fucking diaper. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> do not, like, take this goat out of here. I do not want the goat shit near the charcuterie, please. Yeah, for, you know, having past apps and whatnot, you can't have a and goat with diapers. Even Martina was like, I'm not doing it. No. She's yeah. like, they're like, um. <laughs> Marissa's like, I don't want to interrupt Julia because the, the, the diaper's falling down. And she's like, I'll interrupt Julia. <laughs> Julia, I'll talk to your friends. Well, you go handle your goat. Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's called bad balance in a relationship. I mean. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, it was a nice little housewarming. It was just a get-together with the cast, essentially. Um, and the rumor about town of Julia making out with a man comes up, and Martina is asked how she feels about it, and she has the comment of, yeah, whatever. And the women all laugh about it. She tells a story about how she made out with Gwyneth Paltrow and Julia hated it for a TV show and blah, blah, blah. I wonder how Gwyneth Paltrow would feel about that because she did not know Kelly Benzema when Andy Cohen asked her about it. <laughs> well, there was a photo with them. So at least there was that. Right? It was Gwyneth, right? In that yeah. picture? Was it? I'm pretty sure it was Gwyneth. I don't remember seeing a picture. It was a picture. It was Martina, Gwyneth, and I'm pretty sure Julia was in it, oh, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought you were talking about Kelly Benzman, who oh, was, no, no, like, no, my friend. No, no, I was no. like, I've never seen no, a photo no, no. with Kelly Benzman <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow. I know Gwyneth doesn't know her. No, Martina, Gwyneth, and Julia, Julia were in a photo together. Yeah. So, um, you know, she laughs about it. She's a good sport. All the women giggle. Larsa, I, like, I feel like Adriana, or whoever brought it up, probably did it to try to embarrass Larsa in that moment with, like, Martina or, like, make her met, whatever. And I thought Martina handled it well. I thought Larsa handled it well. She was like, this is what I heard. And that's it. Yeah. I, I like Larsa. She does not back down. She doesn't seem like she wavers or kind of falls short or, you know, gets scared of any conflict or anything Nor does like she that. get, like, overly worked up. Yeah. Like, Gertie gets overly worked yeah. up. Alexia, we're, we're announcing, gets a little emotional. Um, Lisa definitely gets very emotional. But I feel like Larsa's always very composed. And even when she comes at you, like, she'll come at you hard and still keep her composure. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do. I like it a lot. Um, so that kind of just flopped. Uh, and I guess we're done with that storyline. And then, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe there's more kissing with men. Um, but then Lisa comes and... I hate to say that she brings the mood down whenever she, like, enters the room. <laughs> she kind of does, though. But she does. <laughs> um, she comes and, you know, she gives the girls a bit of an update. They ask her why Lenny denied the breakup to page six. And she says, I have no idea. 
this is not working out. We're donezo. Yeah. Um, to us, she says and explains how embarrassing this is to have a divorce play out in public. Um, which I can only imagine. I feel like it, it it would be embarrassing publicly or privately, but it's just on a bigger scale publicly. Yeah. And she's like, every day I wake up and there's me and my marriage on the news. Yeah. Every day. I feel like she's kind of like she low-key loves it, but also hates the, like all her dirty laundry. Like I'm sure she would yeah. love the, the publicity regularly. But I mean, yeah, that can't be easy. And I I get why he would deny it because obviously it makes him look bad. But I'm like, the women know it. It's being talked about on camera. Maybe he didn't know about the hot mic moment at that point, but like everyone knows that this is going on. Larsa and Lisa caught you at the club. Lisa was filming you. Like, how do you think that this is not going to come out? And like, what is the purpose of denying it? Yeah, it's weird that he denied it after like he's been publicly out with this girl. Yeah. How are you? And and I feel like that, vi- remember that video of them outside the club? Yeah. And she, like, I think that was like two days after he denied it. Oh, really? Because I feel like I remember that week seeing the headline of him denying it. And then later that week seeing him out with her. And I was like, wait, didn't he just say that they're not getting divorced? So I would anticipate that that moment comes up on the show next week. Oh, God, he's so annoying. Um, And she also talks about, did she mention like her kids seeing this one day? And which... Her kids are young, but eventually they will see stuff about daddy going out and whatnot. Well, they'll also see the lingerie parties that mom and dad used to host. Yeah. Where, you know, housewives are punching each other in the face. Like... (laughs) I I think it's it's just so messy and I hate that it I do hate that a lot of it's playing out in public for her um but she also goes on to tell the woman you know she never liked these parties which is something that we've discussed yeah uh not surprising that she said you know this is this was Lenny's and I was you know ex- happy to do it with him but I didn't like these parties and she attributes the you know, their marriage coming to an end to the parties, to the women. And she says, you know, being married in Miami is hard. I would not want to be married in Miami. I would not want to date in Miami. Why? Because I feel like Miami is filled with a bunch of Peter Pans that think it's like never ever land and, and they LA never is want to not? Um <laughs> Devin, don't laugh. <laughs> There's a little bit more, I feel... Like, how is Miami any worse than L.A.? L.A. is awful. L.A. is awful. New York is awful. I mean, I love New York, guys. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's this constant... And maybe it's just where I, like, my purview now. Like, if I were out in the dating world now, I probably would be eating my words. But... (laughs) I'm out (laughs) in the dating world now, let me tell you. But it it just feels like what I see from Miami is it's nightclubs every night. Like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, it's any night. Like, LA, it's it's, it's at least relegated to the weekend. Yeah. Um, And even on the weekends, they close down earlier. Yeah. You have 11 in Miami that's, like, basically a strip club club that's open till 6 a.m. So it's like there's this constant party constant party constant fake surgery procedures which you do have that in LA however you know I I like to think that Angelinos are a little bit more peeled back with their procedures so it looks a little bit more natural like I I don't know I I just don't have good feelings about Miami yeah I agree. No, I agree. It's hard. I think the only part that I can see your point at with in regards to Lisa, she says that Miami is a really small town Mm -hmm. in the sense like everybody knows everything about everybody. Mm -hmm. 
So I can imagine going through a divorce, you know, would be challenging because then everyone sees Lenny out and then everyone's going to be talking about it and everyone's going to be like, oh, and she's on the, the housewife show and yeah. oh, that's embarrassing. Now what are they going to do? And so I get it from that perspective. I mean, Lenny is a bit of a, a Peter Pan. He is a bit of a yeah, party Yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like if any type of guy that is just like, I'm never going to grow up, I'm going to be a 40, 50-year-old bachelor forever, they're going to live in Miami. Yeah, no, that's true. And at least with L.A., like, nobody goes to Miami because they want to make their career, right? No. <laughs> People come to L.A. and they they come and go, right? Yeah. So usually if somebody's been here for a minute, like, okay, it's a little different, sure. Yeah, you moved to Miami to have fun. Yeah, you moved to Miami to have fun. L.A., you at least moved to have a career and you're in and out within six months to a year. And if you can make it beyond that, you're probably going to stay. And if not, you can make, you're it, going back you can make home. it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Back home to Ohio. <laughs> but, yeah, so... The episode kind of ends with that. I mean, there was this swimming in the ocean with Martina and Julia, which I thought was annoying. But um, I really enjoyed, or really thought Nicole gave some really nice, you know, words of encouragement of like, we're going to look back on this time in a few years and we're going to laugh and we're going to say, thank God that asshole did that because you're going to be better and stronger for it. And I thought that was really nice. And, and we hear Nicole, I think even Gertie have like, words of reflection of, you know, we both feel stable in our marriage, but it's crazy how something like that could just happen within a blink of an eye, essentially. But it doesn't happen within the blink of an eye. I think you turn the other cheek. You ignore things. You, mm. you know, you try to bleach red flags. And I just feel like eventually it all does come to the surface. And then you realize, oh, I was really in denial. And Lisa says that. She was like, I was in denial. Yeah. And well, that, I forgot that question comes up with um, if she has any idea of how long Lenny and this girl have been seeing each other. And she says, I have no idea. And Alexia, oh, it has to be at least a year. At least a at year. Least yeah. a year. <laughs> Which kind of uh, rang back to when she was like, I knew it. I knew, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Alexia, don't, be, think, don't get yeah. so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you think this affair was going on for that long? Probably. I mean, I would say maybe like seven months, you know, because you hook up one time, you hook up another time. Usually by the fourth hookup, you know whether you're going to keep them or leave them, right? Yeah. So usually there has to be some consistency. And then by the time you realize you're leaving your wife for this person, like you, you've put in some serious time to be like, this is my gateway out. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Lenny and Lisa. And they had gone back on Katharina's Instagram post to Lenny commenting on her post back in 2020. So not to say something happened there. I don't know what the comments were, but he he he's she's been around at least for could two have years. been when it started. Like yeah. if he comments and you're like, oh, let me DM. And yeah. then you kind of build from there. Yeah. So within the realm of possibility. Definitely. Um anything else that you want to talk about from the episode? No, I think that covers everything. I mean, I can't wait till we get Leah Black. Are you looking forward to Leah Black coming back? I am who was she in a scene with? Lisa. And she's telling Lisa, like, your marriage is done. It's not coming back. So it sounds like Leah Black is Team Lenny. But does Leah Black know Katharina licked her lips? <laughs> she probably doesn't know. Mm. Probably doesn't know. Show her the video. She needs to be informed. Um, yeah, I am actually looking forward to Leah Black. I, I, I don't want her back full time. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. I would love Joanna Krupa back. 
She would be fun. I mean, I know she like lives in another country now and is like is she settled not? down as a I thought a she was in LA. No. Oh. She lives, I don't know, where, does she, where is she from? She's, is she Russian? I don't know. A Russian hooker like <laughs> Alexia would say. I don't think she's Russian. She's something Are you Ukrainian? Though. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember what she is. Okay, we someone should will, yeah, Someone will DM us and yell at us about what she really is. Um, <laughs> at least they will me. Um, she, but I know she lives in another country now. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, the season's bringing it. We're eight episodes in. I think there's really only up to go from here. Uh, but here we go. Zach, tell us what... You have some other shows. You have The Circle. Uh, what is it? Episodes... Yeah, we have two weeks left of The Circle. So we have the final batch of episodes this week and the next week we have the finale. Mm-hmm. And we also have some special guests. Ooh. Some personal favorites of mine. So oh, yay. look forward to that, guys. We'll be chatting with them on our recap for The Circle next week. It's finally rounded out, which I'm... This was a good season. It's funny, rounded out The Circle. That's yeah. cute. Okay. <laughs> and then Traders, The Traders on Peacock. Julia and I will be recapping that later this week. Oh, I love that. And, that and it's good. All... And we and we also chatted with the cast too. Brandy Glanville, oh, Reza yes. Farhan, Kyle Cook. So I pick their brains about what their strategy may be going into to the traders. So we'll be recapping that because all the episodes actually drop later this week. So our awesome. recaps will be out shortly after. Yay. And all that will be on Ringer Reality TV feed and um, under It Was All a Stream uh, covering all reality shows that are on streaming services. So this was fun. Uh, can't wait to be back with you in studio next week. Hopefully we'll have a little um, Miami sun in LA. <laughs> I know. It's been way too rainy. But yeah. Thanks, Zach. Talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.